Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Here we go for episode numero four. Don't know. I'm numero four. I can't believe I get to be number four. Yeah, dude, you're my number four. No, just kidding. Um, So I'm here today with Kenzie, Mackenzie Alvana Graham. I can't believe you know my middle name. I'm actually shocked. Yeah. Dude, I know you. Um, be friends. Yeah. So we're both completely unprepared for this one today. Normally I'm like here with, actually lie, Kenzie's prepared. I, I send all my guests a little prep sheet and normally they're like, yeah, I looked at it. Kenzie's like, I took notes. I scheduled it out for the hour. I make sure that I had all my dates right. Yeah, she's on it. So this is going to be good. Um, yeah, we're just going to roll with it. Um, so yeah, I've known Kenzie now for five four or five years um oh, we've like, yeah it's a long time she came to visit me when I was studying abroad in Norway it was major cuteness um she's come to visit me in Seattle a couple times where she's I went to Easter at her family's house one year my mom's yeah. so, I miss tall friend your tall friend was so polite oh I love that that's I'm I love that she's not like your ugly friend no, I'm just oh, yeah, that's, yeah, because my mom, my mom hella says that all the time about all my friends. No. Okay, well, we'll talk about your mom right now because we're going to start with um, how are you, not how are you, I know how you are. Hello, how old are you? Where are you from? What's your family like? I already know, but tell the world. I am 22. I just turned 22. Um, I'm from... Cameron Park, which is in Northern California, outside of Sacramento, you know, the suburbs, nowhere interesting at all, which probably led to, like, why I do all this stuff, because I live in nowhere. Um, I have a big family. They're all very loud, and that's really it. I mean, they're not... I feel like I have a pretty regular... I don't know. I have five brothers and sisters. That's cool. That's a cool thing about me, I guess. Yeah. We're polar opposites that way. (laughs) <laughs> literally yeah mm-hmm. um I think like I always get along with only children though yeah no I mean I'm cool though I'm like come yeah, on you're you're sick yeah um, you don't act like a child at all thank you Kay- Kenzie's also from so she's from Cameron Park but it's right next door to Folsom which is where like the fattest state prison is <laughs> yeah if you if you like Johnny Cash then you know where I'm from why I'm stuck in Folsom Prison. Oh, I'm... It's a song. It's okay. (laughs) Love that. Um, Okay, so when you were a kid in Cameron Park, in your house with all your little siblings running around, what what were you guys listening to? What were your parents listening to? What were your siblings listening to? What are your first, like, memories of music? So my mom was in her 20s and the 80s. So, like, 80s music is my mom's all the way. Like, we're talking fucking come on Eileen we're talking Cindy Lauper we're doing all the mm-hmm. all the good stuff and then my dad is all about like Johnny Cash like I said and then like Jim Morrison the Doors fucking the Stones you know yeah. Jimi Hendrix like shit like that and the Metal Brothers named after Bob Dylan so like that's like our thing like I didn't know that it's yeah crazy. I have I don't nothing cool happened with my name but they were like you know what that one <laughs> Bob Dylan. I just, I'm feeling uh, his vibe. His vibe. He's not, that's not his vibe at all, which is the funny part. Um, very, very not Bob Dylan. 
Yeah. Um, damn. Okay. So like, we're talking like classic decades music. Regular like people in their sixties. Like my parents were not like concert goers or like shockingly into music or anything. It was just like very casual listening experience. Yeah. So then when did like, so what was your, what was your first concert? When was it? I don't even know this. Okay, here we go, bro. My first concert was, <laughs> here, here we go with the notes, was uh, One Direction, Up All Night Tour at the Paramount Theater in Oakland on June 14th. Wait, One Direction? Yeah, in Oakland for their first tour. That was my wow. first concert. I was in, it was the summer after eighth grade. And basically okay. what happened is I would never, ever, ever, my parents would not, they're like not into going places. They would never take me to anything like, and I didn't spend the night anywhere until I was like 16. So like, I was very like, they liked yeah. me here. Like that's the way it was. I was here and, or I was at school and that was it. But this yeah. girl who I wasn't really friends with, but I had known her since I was in kindergarten. She knew that I liked One Direction and I was like the only person that she knew who liked One Direction. So mm-hmm. she was like, one day she was in, she came up to me in the locker room and I was like, okay, why are you talking to me? Like, we're not friends. And she was like, hey, what do you want for your birthday? And I was like, a brush. Like, I need a new brush. A brush? <laughs> yeah, because I needed a new hairbrush. I was like brushing my hair when she was saying that. So I was like, a brush? I don't know. So then like a uh-huh. week later, it was my birthday and she came up to me and she gave me a brush and she was like, hey, and also like, do you want to see One Direction? And I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah, like, are you joking? And she's like, yeah, like, let's do it. Like, let's see One Direction. I'm going. You can come. And I was like, okay. She's like, I don't want to go on the so cute. Yeah, and then I asked her. It was like a month before the concert, and I was like, where are the seats? Yeah, where are we sitting? Like, I'm so excited. And she was like, oh, we have, we have VIP. And I was like, we have what? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, we have ultimate VIP. Like, we're meeting them. We're in the first row. And I was like, literally, I like threw up. Like I was like sprinting around my house, like sobbing. Like I oh, get to meet Aerie. Like, ah, ah. were you like a huge fan already? Yeah. So my mom used to make fun of me because my room before it was this was literally printed out pictures of One Direction because they weren't in magazines, so you couldn't get posters. Yeah. So I I waste I would waste all the printer ink printing out pictures <laughs> of like Harry Styles, like tape on my wall. And, like, I don't know if you remember, like, people would write, like, baby, and then it'd be, like, you light up, and, like, you would draw, like, a Shut arrow. the fuck up. I have, the, the, I have it I, imprinted in my brain. I did so many of those. It was all those. I would, like, draw, like, just, like, I was, I was fucking 12 years old, you know? Like, I fucking loved no, hairstyles. I, like I feel like you were perfect, like, this is gonna sound, like, creepy, but I feel like you were, like, epitome perfect age of, like, end of middle school like you've been through puberty yep <laughs> you and I was convinced you <laughs> I was convinced that Harry was like I was gonna move to England and I was gonna become friends with Nick Grimshaw You're and I date Harry Styles and that's how I was gonna do it well Kenzie there's still time there's honestly still- I'm looking for I I'm on the next flight yeah so. after corona after well yeah if that yeah. ever happens stay with me and Louie um so okay so you're you find out you have fucking VIP like and I'm I mean I guess this was before because it was their first U.S. tour like before that was fourteen thousand dollars but still like it was it was three hundred and fifty dollars a ticket I remember because I remember being like no one has ever given me a gift like this like this is like 
and we weren't friends. She so and, it was just because she knew you were a fan. Yeah, she knew I was the only person that she knew who liked One Direction, me and Emma, my my old friend Emma. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's the first time I met Emma, and that was the, um, that was like, we all met before we went, and then we went, and it was like, I remember thinking, when I, in my picture, like, am I going to stand between Larry? I'm going to, am I going to stand between Zary? And I picked Zary. Honestly, a good choice. Yeah, because I was like, how am I not going to, I'm not going to touch Zane. Like, I'm obviously going to have to touch Zane. So. What? I want to know, like, what happened in the meet and greet? Um, honestly, I don't remember now, but I remember I wore these tiny little uh, light wash denim shorts, which were not mine, and I, like, I have always, I should not have been wearing them. I wore <laughs> a tribal print tube top. Yes. With, like, a tan mesh shirt over it. And I was, and I had side bangs. Oh, fucking stunting. I was like, he's gonna want, he's gonna pull me from the crowd. <laughs> I'm gonna be your name, your name here. Like, that's gonna yeah. be me. This is a fucking meet and greet dream story. Like, this is it. I'm in. Honestly, I got a little bit of attention that night. So I'll be, I'm like, it, so like, were you like catapulted into like, this is my thing? Yeah. So I was on Tumblr. Mm hmm. As like a stand of One Direction, I would like reblog stuff about One Direction, and I saw that like all the Tumblr people were on Twitter too. Yeah. So that was in 2011. <laughs> so I like, <laughs> so I made my Twitter in June of 2011 to follow One Direction, and my Twitter at was Kenzie G loves One D. Oh, that's kind of cute. Yeah, and I was like just in like seventh grade, like living my life, like thinking I was so cool because I loved this British band. Yeah. Who knew one, no one knew about them and no one cared about them. And I was like, so underground and baby light up my world like nobody else. Oh my, I, I love it though. It's cute. Yeah. So yeah, it's great. So from there, like, okay, so this, this is adding up a bit. So like, you kind of have like the classic, like music in the background at home thing, but then like you have this ultimate concert experience, like in your formative teenagers. So then after that, did you like get super into the internet thing of it or did you get super into the concert thing or what came first? Yeah, so I never, I only saw One Direction twice or maybe three times, but mm -hmm. I was like on Twitter like a fucker. Like it was crazy. Like I was on there. I was trying to organize flash mobs. Oh. I was like running accounts. Like I, and this rumor went around after I met One Direction that Harry had slept with some blonde girl. Ooh. the night of that show and that's why I have Twitter followers so I don't have a lot of Twitter followers but at the time like 3,000 Twitter followers is like a lot yeah absolutely. I had like 3,000 Twitter followers because people would tweet and they'd be like it was this girl and I would be like I can't comment stop <laughs> and I was like 12 years old like I cannot comment like <laughs> because I want it I didn't want to be like yes it's true and lie but I wanted people to like think it was yeah true. <laughs> totally yeah, oh there's, like, God. videos, oh, that was such a good day, so, yeah, like, um, that concert, like, made me, like, he gave, like, I got a little of attention, and, like, yeah, I was, like, kind of getting some clout, and I was, like, okay, like, this is it, like, I think that this is my thing, yeah, like, music is gonna be my thing now. Oh, and, and it is, ultimate validation is, like, being yeah. so into something online, and then seeing it live, and, like, actually getting that interaction, it's, like, yeah, it was drugs, like, it was drugs. Yeah, it's dopamine times a million. Yeah. So, 
from there, do you want to catapult into the 975 or was there like a bridge between it? There really wasn't, honestly. So uh, One Direction put out like an album I didn't care about. And I was like, this kind of sucks. And I actually know the day that I started like the 1975, which is like really stupid, but it was the day that Yeezus dropped. So that's why I know what it is. Uh-huh. So it was June 18th, 2013. So I had just stopped, yeah. So I had just stopped liking One Direction. Yeah. And I probably had only stopped liking them for like a month. Yeah. And I was at my, my parents were at a friend's house and I was with them and I was being like cool and angsty and yeah. I would wear a beret and a vest. Stop. And I, was like, <laughs> I was sitting in my vest. I had my hair, my, my AirPods in. They were not AirPods. I had my <laughs> headphones in and I was like on Pandora and chocolate came on. Ooh. And I was pretending to know the words to chocolate and I was like, eh, eh, eh. and that's like before I knew what Maddie was saying. Yeah. And my mom's friend was like, oh, that song always comes on my Pandora. Like, how do you understand him? Like, what, what is he even saying? And I was like, oh, cool, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. And like, immediately I was like, they're so fucking cool. Yeah. Like, this is the coolest thing. Like, she doesn't know what they're saying. Like, I'm going to know what they're saying. Well, like, and I feel like it's like you said, like, One Direction is cool because they're like British and no one knew. But then like to elevate it to like rock band is like. Oh, yeah. I was like, this is a glow up. I was like, (laughs) and I made an intent, like, I was putting in effort to not know anything about them. Because I didn't, okay, yeah, so here's my thought process. I didn't want to be, like, a crazy fan. Like, I wanted to be, like, a cool fan. Yeah. So I, like, didn't, with the first time I saw them in concert, I didn't know any of their names. What? I learned, okay, so yeah, so I saw them at, the first time I saw the 1975 was in April of 2014. Mm-hmm. And they played on the 17th in San Francisco, and I didn't know any of their names on the 17th, and then I played again on the 21st in Sacramento, and I was fucking hooked. So in between then, yeah. I learned everything I possibly could. I was fucking barrier in Sacramento. Like, I, like, everything switched back within those, like, four days. Really? Yeah. And, uh, and at those shows, you started to make friends, right? Like, like, yeah, so my sister took me to the first show because I didn't know anybody. And, yeah. like, she kind of liked them, and she was, like, older than me. So she was like, oh, thank you, it's fine. And I got pictures with Maddie and Adam, not knowing their names. Okay. And then uh, my friend took me to the Sacramento show, and I met Jade. Oh. And Jade was, like, I thought she was so cool, and she was, like, older, and, like, we were yeah. in the front. And Jade was next to me when Maddie took my phone on stage. And it was, like, he, like, filmed this video, and he, like, kissed the camera, and he, like, was so sweet, and all this stuff. And then I met Jade, and I met Chloe that day. Oh. And then we just, like, Jade was, like, my, the 1975 friend. Like, she yeah. liked them the best, and I liked them the best. We were just, like, friends. Yeah. And, and like, still all the shows. Yeah. And again, like, that validation of, like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, at this point, now I've, like, my two main, I've been to, like, five concerts, and two of them have been, like, really, really good fan interactions. Mm. So, like, I was fucking, I met, like, I was like, I have to do this. Like, this is already so cool. I already feel so cool. (laughs) When did, okay, am I jump? correct me if I'm jumping too far ahead. So, like, you meet Jade and Chloe. So, when did Trash Life emerge? And can you please explain that? (laughs) Yeah, so Trash Life happened hella accidentally. Uh If I open up my list, because I have a list of all the shows I've been to just for the 1975. I know that, so I didn't drive. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So it was my third show. So it happened right away. Yeah. Um, Jade came to pick me up and okay. she had just done like the Pacific Northwest. So they had done Vancouver and Seattle and Portland. Yeah. And she was doing it with like these girls and Monica. Oh my God. was like part of this. And all of a sudden, like they drive down and Jade gets to my house, pick me up and they have this girl that I have no idea who she is. And it's Monica. And they're like, we just met this girl. She wanted to come. So they brought Monica down. Fucking <laughs> <Looking> Monica. <laughs> True mom. And she decided she wanted to come. And they brought her down. And she went to pee in my house. And Love. they told me all about Allie and, like, how amazing this girl Allie was. And she was so cool and so funny. And we, she was like, oh, my God, I wish she was here and blah, blah, blah. And that was trash life. So you guys, it was united from there. It was united. So then we would sleep on the street in this tent. And it was my tent. And one day we were all <laughs> sleeping in this tent in Oakland. And it was like probably like six o'clock in the morning. Mm. And we wake up and it's like we're being spray painted. What? And there's like, I guess he's like an Oakland street artist. Uh-huh. And he like spray paints trash life on stuff. So he spray Oh, yeah. So he I did not know this. Trash life on my tent. And that is, we became that. That's yeah. why we're Trash Life. So, <laughs> when Trash Life began, how how long were you guys camping out for the shows? Um, it, the it was, at that point, you didn't need to do more than, like, it started off, like, we go the night before. Yeah. I'm like, that was crazy to people. People yeah. were like, are you guys okay? <laughs> and, like, moms would, like, bring us food and, like, try to bribe us to, like, let their daughters, like, up the front and, like, all the stuff. Yeah. And then it was, like, two days. And then, like, two days was not enough anymore. So I think the most we did, like, my last tour Mm. at the Forum, we did, like, six or seven days. Literally, like, these motherfuckers literally slept in a tent at USC for, like, a week. I loved the shrine. The shrine was fun. Yeah. Um, That's the thing. You guys loved it. Honestly, I think that the reason it worked so well for me is because I didn't have any fucking money. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was a child. Yeah. I was, like, 16, 17 years old. And I couldn't afford to do anything but drive there and get the ticket anyway. Yeah. And I wasn't, like, I wasn't going to be in the back. Like, it just was never on my, (laughs) it was never on my radar. Like, they can't give you attention if you're in the back. Like, that was my whole thing. I was like, it's better in the front. Like, I can see everything. Everything's better. Like, you get interactions. And, like, I couldn't afford to stay in a hotel. So we, like, stayed on the street. And it was just, like, better. It was easier. I kind of love it. Like, I just... We wanted to hang out. We were, like, hanging out for, yeah. like, a week before the show. And it was, like, where else are we going to hang out? We all live with our parents. Like, it was... And all over, literally all over the West Coast. Yeah. Yeah. So, it was I, a perfect I just, like, remember, like, I knew you guys were crazy. And so, like, after the forum, because you guys did a week for the... A At least... Week. I have in my head nine days, but that feels like too many. That feels like too many. On, yeah. like, day three or four, I came and, like, visited them at the forum. Oh, you whipped, <laughs> you whipped your, what did you drive? A Mustang. You whipped your Mustang. All, everything is blocked off. The yes. forum parking lot is closed, and all of a sudden, a Mustang pulls up in front of the line, <laughs> and Delaney gets out, and I was like, how did you even get up here? Like, I'm like, hey, guys. So casual of you. You're just like, yeah, this is my Mustang. This is 
So I just pulled up in front of the line. <laughs> like, I remember people were like, are she going to get a number? Like, is she going to try to cut? Oh I'm like, no. It was ravenous. You couldn't have anyone come say hi to you. you yeah. Guys, people would just be like, and I was yeah. like, bitch, we invented the numbers. Like, fucking <laughs> chill out. Like, if you, I want to give her a number, I'm going to give her a number. Yeah. We did I numbers did first on note cards, Aww. by the way. That's and they had, like, a little note about when you're supposed to come back. And they were slash, slash, one, slash, slash. Stop. On note cards that I had from school. So. So cute. I just, like, re- I remember that memory of you guys camping. And then one time we were in, so the, the 1975 did the Forum, San Diego, and then San Francisco. And I remember after San Diego show, like, we were all, like, dancing together. And then you guys were like, all right, peace. Like, we're driving up to SF. We got to get in line. <laughs> Like, we gotta go. I met Will Hollis that tour. That was fun. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. Um, oh, and they did Berkeley that tour too, right? Did what? Berkeley. Berkeley, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Then, uh, Maybe that's Adam what you guys were camping for. I don't remember. Yeah, Adam T. Powell gave me uh, the camera and we like filmed ourselves. It was so good. That was a good Dude, one. Wait, okay. Is Nashville before or after MSG? Because we have to do an MSG story time, you and me, because every episode so far, someone's brought up MSG, and I'm no. like, I'm saving <laughs> so I want to do the story time with you, because I feel like we were part of the rent. But was Nashville before that? It had to be before because yeah. of the interaction that we had at MSG. What interaction? Because of the oh, boy. Of, oh, my fucking <laughs> queen. Okay, so tell Nashville. Tell Nashville. Okay, I don't remember meeting him. So, <laughs> no, not about Logan. Okay, so that? I don't know. Yeah. Nashville, I, uh, Allie from like Trash Life had moved yeah. to Alabama for school mm-hmm. and she like couldn't come do tours anymore. So I was like, I'll come do the South then. Yeah. So I did, I just did two shows. I think we did Georgia and Nashville. Yeah. And Nashville was like so fucking cold. And I met all of like those stands. I had never met any of the Southern stands because there's all these groups. Yeah. So I met, like, the iconic Southern stands, and we, like, Ma- Nashville's really small, so we, like, drove around the hotel, which is very embarrassing and not ever something I would do. <laughs> we, like, drove around the hotel, and we saw them go to a bar, mm-hmm. and then we went to the bar, and we, like, stood outside the bar, and then we saw Adam T. Powell get thrown in a car, and, like, it was, like, very... <laughs> Jamie Oborn threw Adam T. Powell in a car, and it was, like, a whole thing, and I don't know, Nashville was Nashville, and it was fine, and I guess I met some people there. Well, okay, so, (laughs) we've got, should we, is this our segue, then? I'll, I'm, yeah, I'll tell it, I don't, I don't mind. So, I'll, I'll open it up, so, um, I feel like this was my last big tour I, like, did a fat traveling for. Didn't you go to the UK? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, okay I'll shut up. Last big tour. Okay. Regardless, so the 1975 in 2017 announced they were playing Madison Square Garden, and it was like a big deal. Like everyone on June 1st. On June 1st, and if you don't know, that's like their day of clownery. It's like their the 1975 day. The date of conception. Yes. So everyone was shaking and a bunch of us got like GA tickets. So we're going to all be in the front, whatever. So me, Kenzie, Jade, and Jess fly out together and like got an Airbnb together. And it was kind of the thing because it was also the end of the tour. And so Mm -hmm. everyone was like, we're not, we don't care about being in the front. We're just going to all black out and like be in the back. And 
you have to second me on this. Everyone was like, let's black out. Like let's Everyone black. said let's black out, but we were the only ones who took it to heart. Yes, Kenzie and I <laughs> we, So we pre-gamed the, the icon, Julia Beth W's apartment, like in Manhattan. I was so nervous to meet her, and then I made an absolute bull out of myself. Oh, we were, like, Kenzie and I, like, it was like probably 10 of us in her, like, little tiny apartment, and like, and we she were, is like, about to move, so yeah. all stuff is in boxes. So we have to take shots out of, like, cooking pans. Yeah, I was doing pot. it out of a pot, like, yeah. doing shots, and I already can't, I shouldn't drink, and, like, I'm not <laughs> that good at it, and, like, there's <laughs> children. We're, Kenzie and I are literally 17 and 18. And we both wore heels. We, we both wore heels. <laughs> we, like, stunts, like, we were, like, dressed to the nines. Like, this was our, like, prom, basically. <laughs> we were doing prom. Yeah, and so we got there, and, like, everyone was definitely binge drinking, but Kenzie and I were, like, throwing back shots. There's pictures of us, like, in Julia's bed, like, sprawled out, like, we, and it was also, like, 5 p.m. It was, it was daylight. We were doing a lot of Adderall for no reason. Yeah, and that's what I think really sent me over the edge, is, like, you know, I have done drugs, like, I know what that's drugs are like, I have done cocaine, like, I have done stuff, and I was doing Adderall like it was cocaine, and it's not. It's not. It's not that. So that's where I think my down, my downfall specifically was the Adderall. I don't know. I don't remember getting in. There's a picture of us falling down Julia's like five story stairs to the. We had like I had a huge bump on my head because her heavy door. After we yeah. fall down the stairs, we land on the landing and the door hits us both in the back of the fucking head. Yeah. So we get in our like giant Uber with all of us. I think can you and I make out in the Uber? Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. <laughs> we did do that. Terrible. I, I straddled you. Yeah. There's photos of it somewhere. They're never seeing the internet. Um, <laughs> so we got to the venue. What happens to you, Kenzie? Oh, God. Okay. So that's where I met our queen, Archie. Yep. We love Archie. her. He wandered me around the venue. I walk in and honestly, like my ankles are like this. Like this bitch is not getting in any building. Yeah. Okay. And they're like, no, like, you're way too drunk. And I'm like, please. And they're like, you cannot come in. And Rachel's like, Archie's like, no, we're going to go to another. There's all these entrances. Mm -hmm. We're going to go to all these entrances. So I go to another entrance. And they're like, you cannot come in. You're blacked out. And I'm like, like, throwing up and being like, please let me come in. They're like, no, you are not coming in. And I'm like, please. And now they're radioing to each other. Oh, they were on to you dumbass drunk bitch so drunk probably 11 years old like trying to come in she cannot come in she's blacked out so I also sat out we also had the worst both of us had the worst fake IDs known to mankind I have literally had bartenders be like this is the worst fake ID I've ever yeah. seen we had the it's worst bad. so it's not like we could even like be like no we're like we were obviously underage we're underage and we're blacked out drunk and I'm throwing up in front of police officers yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So let's take a break and then let's turn to like my. So there was Kenzie. Yeah. Now the documentary shifts onto me. Somehow I like sneak my ass into the venue. In yeah, the, you got in. Don't know. Inside the venue, I'm like doing photo shoots with people in the pit. I'm laying on the ground, ass cheeks out, like. And not romper. And not romper. I'm we all romper. know romper. And all of a sudden, 
I just, I don't even remember it, but someone, Je the way Jess tells it is that someone went up to Jess and is like, are you friends with Delaney? And she was like, yeah. And they were like, she needs you. And I was like in the bathroom. I already threw up in the pit all over like the ground of general mission from <laughs> Then I'm puking in the bathroom. Security comes and grabs me, and they literally take me to M Madison Square Garden jail. Like, they literally <laughs> take me to this, like, sectioned-off chair in, in the VIP bar. So all the 1905's girlfriends are, like, vaulting by me to get drinks. And, I'm and, just, and you're a child. Like, yeah. You're probably, like, head like this. <laughs> I was. No, and they're literally, like, it, I mean, not to trigger us all now, but I was literally quarantined, <laughs> like, <laughs> section, like, with a sippy cup of water, and this female security guard was, like, bullying me. She was, like, I can't fucking believe you, like, so, and I'm just, like, sitting there crying, and I just, like, sat there, vibed the whole show. They were, I was, like, singing along, like, <laughs> in there. Luckily, like, the show, like, everyone says it wasn't that iconic. Like, that's, Yeah. yeah. I mean, I heard it from outside, yeah. and I remember thinking, like, oh, like, yeah. this is all it is. Like, <laughs> it's just this. It's the normal. There was no, like, extra cool song. So, like, yeah, we thought they were going to do something crazy. Yeah. Because we had made it something crazy. Yeah. It literally. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then afterwards, the security guards to me were like, okay, we're going to go get the cops to, like, escort you out. But, like, somehow my friends came and, like, broke me out of prison. Like, I remember, like, I had one arm around Victoria, maybe one arm around Jess, and, like, they sprinted my ass out of there, and then I find you, like, laying on the curb. Then me and Kenzie decided it's a great idea to do some photo shoots with police officers. Yeah, and I'm vomit. I smell like puke. I puked on myself. Jeans. On my jeans and my shoes, and I'm kissing this cop, like, this is his face, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I post this, I'm putting a picture up. Um, and then the kick, then it gets better. The night doesn't end. Everyone else is like, you would think Kenzie and I would be like ready for bed. Yeah, Everyone we should else, go to sleep three hours ago is where yeah. we were. It was probably the Adderall. Everyone else <laughs> was like, we're going home, like great night, like let's call night. All of a sudden, this man walks up to Kenzie and is like, hey, were you in Nashville? And like, what happened? He just, he like walked up to us and he was like, were you in Nashville? And I was like, Yes. yes. I was, blonde person. Yeah. I've had a pretty bad night, but I think that it might be looking up. Yeah. And I remember he was, like, a model. He was, like, hot, but, like, also... He was, like, hot that moment. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. And he had, like, this short friend with him. For anyone that doesn't know, I'm literally six feet tall, and there was, like, this 5'8 <laughs> guy with him. And so I was, like, they were, like, do you want to go out with us? And I was, like, Get some stupid low tonight. Sure, <laughs> so, we're doing it. Let's we go. Like, yeah. So we head out to Night on the Town in Brooklyn. And first they brought us to like one bar and they like refused to buy us drinks. And so we were like, I got like, we're kids. Yeah, we're <laughs> like, first of all, we shouldn't be here anyway. <laughs> we're yeah. like, I'm worried every time they take us somewhere, I'm like, oh my God, my ID. Like, yeah. I'm like, please don't take my ID. Like, we have a whole trip. Yeah. <laughs> And so then they were like, let's go to this, like, pop-in club. We, like, know like, this great club. They hyped it up. They were yeah. like, this is going to be my cousin. My cousin back home in Tennessee told me that this is the most bumping club in New York City. Like, yeah. we are going to this fucking club, and we're like, 
okay. okay. And we, like, take the train, mm-hmm. and I'm, like, publicly vomit-covered making out with this yes. boy I just met, and you're, like, sitting there with the guy. I'm and sitting like, there with this friend, like, this is fun, but also <laughs> fucked up. It was cool. I'm glad we're here. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, go ahead. <laughs> so, so we get to this club, and, like, we go up to the bouncer. Somehow they let in our, like, shitty IDs. The guys paid like $25. Yeah, and the, they paid it. So we were like, yes, get in. There is zero people in this building. <laughs> like, the only people there. Club room. Like, 100%. It, it was like the lights are on, there was a DJ, but empty. So and it wasn't like it was the end of the night. It was just like, it was maybe midnight tops. Yeah, it was like the night had not started for that club yet, and we were there like re- for suburb hours, and it was not suburb hours. Like it was not time. It was not. So yeah, then we went home. Do you want to continue the story? Do you think we're at a good stopping point? If you want to stop, we can stop. But I, I have continue, but I wanted at you. <laughs> but okay. I have a little bit of shame. But we can. I'll I'll tell the second yes! person <laughs> the content people. Are- Okay, please. Okay, so I'm, like, blacked out, and it's not my fault, but I consented. (laughs) No, okay, well, so we get to our Airbnb. Jess and Jade are, like, asleep in the bedrooms downstairs, and then I fell asleep on our couch with the friend, like, the guy, we were just, like, sitting there watching me, I pass out. Our friend Jess wakes up in the middle of the night to pee, walks up the stairs, like, you know, like, hungover, like, walking up the stairs, (laughs) rips open the bathroom (laughs) door, Kenzie is... Pardon my French, getting her guts pumped by the How dare stairs. you say it that way? Kenzie's <laughs> <laughs> getting railed. Now I have to be like, you can't watch. Yeah, I know. Sorry, Sorry Wesley. <laughs> Wesley, get off. <laughs> um, so yeah, I feel like that's how Madison Square Garden ended for us. Yeah, so then Jess hated me. <laughs> oh my god, she didn't, but it was like, she was, it was she dramatic. Was so bad. <laughs> Yeah, and I was just like, you know, there were no bathrooms, there's no other place, there's yeah. no bathrooms, and like, so the bathroom it has, it has seemed like done. the best place. Yeah, it had to be done. Yeah, so that was fine. It was yeah. a thing that happened. And then he left his glasses, and they became Sisterhood of the Traveling Glasses. He did. Yeah. yeah, we were like sending this poor guy, like, pictures of his glasses all weekend, and they were like the kind of glasses, they were, we looked them up, and they were $12 at Urban Outfitters. Yeah, they were not prescription. They're not prescription. They're like, they were for fashion. <laughs> fashion reading glasses. <laughs> it was such a fucking douche. I can't even believe that happened. I hope he listens to this. Logan. Uh, shout out to Logan. Logan. Dude, this is the juiciest story we've told yet on this podcast. <laughs> I love it. Embarrassing. I love it. Thank you, though. Yeah. I knew you'd be down. I knew you'd be down. Um. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, so let's reel it in and get professional again. So, like, okay. Sorry. Like, no, I'm, like, so in the zone. Okay. So, like, when do you, you still love the 925. So, this was, like, we've covered, like, three years of, like, touring, camping out for them. Like, you, when did you stop wanting to be Barrier? It's not even, like, I stopped. Yeah. Like, everyone else stopped. Like, no one wanted to camp anymore. And that was, like, the only way to do it. And it was just, like, you can't be... And people... It's, like, people caught on. Yeah. You know? And it became, like, instead of competing with one other group to get to the front, like, we were never the second group in line, basically, which is, like, a dirty thing to say. But we were always the first group in line. And then when it became, like oh, we really have to, it's a week every time, no matter what. We have to be a week. 
the forum was one thing because it was like a big show it was like a really big venue and like in LA and it's like whole thing but like everything became a week and we were just like not gonna do it anymore it, I mean I guess like theoretically now like can you see yourself taking a week off work to like sleep no on like I'm a grown-up like I can't <laughs> like I can't before it was like I was missing school yeah and I could, like, fully justify missing school because, like, obviously, what's better? Same. You know? <laughs> yeah. But, like, yeah. And now I, like, and it's just, like, I'm, like, it's, it embarrasses me. I don't know. It, like, just makes me feel weird that I ever no, was. No, but it was, like, fun. No, I, like, I got my freaking trash life tattoo. Like, I commemorated Aww. my experience. I was, like, this, it was a really, 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 really special thing to, like, become friends with your friends but only on the sidewalk you know like we were just like sidewalk friends and like yeah sleep on the ground and we would charge our phones in starbucks and like that was like our whole life and it's like you only get to see each other a few times a year for this yeah and it was like i would do that and i would go back to high school and like i remember thinking everyone thought i was so cool Mm -hmm. because i would just disappear for like weeks at a time oh same yeah and like post all these pictures and like up and down the coast, like, all these cities, and I remember being, like, I'm such a fucking badass, like, why do you even, what are you doing, like, where do you go? I feel like, also, like, you and I both can bond over this, like, I mean, obviously, we're lucky we had, like, chill parents, but, like, a lot of people, like, can't, like, how are we doing this shit this young, like? I, I think I, like, my parents really didn't understand what it was I was doing, Okay. That's, like, what Jade, like, Jade really was, like, my whole thing, because she was, like, an adult. She was, like, a real adult to my parents, and, like, they were, like, okay, as long as you're with Jade, Jade would come to my house, even when we weren't doing show stuff, and she would talk to my mom, and I would go to her house and hang out with her family, and it was just, like, we were, like, real friends, so then, like, Jade was, like, my mom, and, like, she would watch over me, and Jade would be, like, don't worry, Teresa, like, she'll be fine. Yeah. So when they found out that I, like, wasn't sleeping in hotels, like, they were, like, really confused, but I had already been doing it for, like, a year. So, like, what were they going to do? What are they going to do? Yeah. I mean, and by the end, you, yeah, you're 18. By the end. I became an adult, like, sooner than they could have stopped it anyway. So it was, like, what? What, um, do you, like, connect it, like, more with the music or with, like, the friendships? Or, like, do you think it became, like, a combined thing or, like? Honestly, I'm, like, this is, like, a, I don't know how other people feel about this. I'm probably less connected with the music Mm. than I would say other people are, which I think is, like, why it sucked so much when we stopped doing it, Mm -hmm. because, like, going to the shows, like, wasn't enough for me. Right. Because it's, like, the only, I don't, like, I didn't hang out with my friends here, so it was, like, the only time I hung out with my friends, and it was, like... It was, like, my favorite thing, and we got to see the band on top of it, and I love, I obviously love the 1975 still. And that's, and you saying, I don't, I'm not that, like, for, and I think it's just a thing of, like, so many people in the music community, it's, like, their heart and soul is all this music, and, like, obviously you're a very intense fan, like. Yeah, like, I'm not much more than other people, but I'm also, like, I've only been to 20 shows, which is, like, yeah, but in our friend group. No, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm on the low end, which is, like, people would think that's so crazy, but I've only done 20 shows, and, like, that's not a lot. So, like, a normal person. (laughs) Maybe, like, I remember my friends at school would be, like, what, like, it's the same show every time. Like, what are you getting out of it? Why are you, why do you keep going? 
and I was like, it's, you don't get it. My life was soundtracked to the 1975. (laughs) But like, honestly, yeah, like, I don't know. It's so, it's such a tricky thing to talk about because it's something that like, even like my boyfriend, like, he'd like, he's like, I don't really like their music. And I'm like, well, I get that, but like, it's more That's cool, but you also weren't a teenage girl. Okay, fair. Also, that's a big part of it too, is that like, I think that again goes to like how young you and I were when we got into this is like, this was our fucking life. Like we invested like people in high school, like love going to prom. They love like going to football games. Like, no, we were going to shows. It was my identity. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. A hundred percent. And it honestly, it's like, that's a part of this like quarantine thing being so terrible Mm. is like, it's, becoming the summer and spring and summer tours or like when I come out of my cocoon and like I see my friends and I I haven't gone on a plane in like a long time and I just feel like I have no identity because I'm not doing anything that I like to do you know like I just feel like I'm hovering I feel like growing up though too and like even like within our friendship like we took that like roots in the music thing and now like I mean, the past couple of times you and I have hung out, we've just hung out to hung, hang out, not for a concert. Yeah, there's been no music, which is so weird. It's so weird now. Like, looking back, like, why would we ever, like, pay for a flight if there wasn't a show involved? But, like, now, yeah. no, like, we just... I just want to see you. <laughs> <laughs> which is the sweetest. Not, like, and I totally, 100%, like, would love to tour. Like, but we tour in, like, a different way now. Yeah. Like, I like it's, I like, like, glam tour now. Yeah, oh yeah like I would like a hotel room and I would like to not share a bed like yeah. that's like actually do tourist things in cities yeah and not that's the thing about my my parents would always be like how was Nashville I'd be like I'm assuming it was fine I don't know I saw I saw eight feet of sidewalk the entire time I was there and then yeah. inside of a venue and then I flew home literally though yeah I wouldn't see anything like I went that was, like, a good part about New York is we, it was such a long trip that we, like, saw stuff, but that, that was, like, the first time I went on a trip for bands that, like, I actually saw a city. Same. Honestly, same. Yeah. Because yeah. we gave ourselves, like, time to, like, not just be clowns. Yeah. And so we, we weren't trying to camp, even though I feel like I, I did try to talk people into it, but no one wanted to. <laughs> you did. You did. You kept, yeah. <laughs> I was like, we could, you know. Could, we could, you know. Oh well, dude. Like, do you have any other like? Look at your notes. Like, I feel like we like we're really efficient, man. Like, uh, yeah, I feel like we went yeah. through it. No, um, yeah. I mean, I tried. I basically hit everything. I mean, I still love them. Like, I still. Oh, I know. No, like I was planning on before all the tours got canceled. Like, I was fully planning on going to shows. Yeah, I wanted to do the forum again with everyone. Yeah, the forum would have been so cool and like just like another LA trip and like it was, it just would have been really nice. But you know, maybe the fact that everything is postponed will be good and I can like put more money. I can do double. Yeah, literally next, next year. Maybe I'll yeah. do twice as much. Hell yeah! So you should let's. I will come on. Like That's I absolutely like we're not retired. Yeah. Like, we this just don't say yes as fast. That, I, I'm going to make that the bio of the Instagram. We're not retired. We just don't say yes as fast. It's true. Like, yeah, we're not we're doing, go. 
but like it's quality over quantity now versus it definitely yeah. used to be a quantity thing prior yeah I was just trying to do as many as I could fit in like a efficient week yeah like same. how many thousand in my poor car like <laughs> how many thousands of miles can we put on my shitty car with no air conditioning R.I.P. before Penny. it explodes like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> oh, sorry no I love it um all right, let's end on, I did these with Olivia's episode and they were fun. So I want to end on some quick fire questions. Um, what's the best festival and why? Lala in Chicago, because Chicago is the best. Oh, okay. What's your most tragic outfit you've worn in a show? Oh, my One Direction outfit a million times. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Worst concert you've ever attended? Oh, um... The 1975 had an opener who wore a poncho. What? No, you're talking about Catfish. No, Cat... Oh, did Catfish have an opener who wore a poncho? Yes. Yeah, that's who it was. Follow me into the jungle. Is that who it is? Yes. That, honestly, that is a good answer. I would have never thought that, but that is a good answer. Standing on the barrier and being like, is this fucking real? And like, you couldn't even fit. You couldn't even be have a nice face because like that's how bad it was. No, and I I was barrier that whole tour too. And I remember once outside one of the venues, he like peed near us. He like walked out and he was like, "Hey guys!" And then like unzipped his pants and like whipped his dick out and started peeing in the street. Oh, so he's a predator. So he's gross. Yeah. On top like, of it, you're whipping your dick out in front of teenage girls, my dude. Like that's not a regular way to act. <laughs> Like, not he thought you attention. were such a badass. Like, you're not on, like, the Stones tour. Like, what it do you think you're doing? The poncho honestly had some print on it that was probably cultural appropriation. A hundred percent. It was like a Santa Cruz poncho. <laughs> we love it. Um, <laughs> but, okay, I, what's the worst venue? MSG. <laughs> okay, what's the best venue? Um anything in San Francisco, Fillmore. Yeah, that is a good one. They give you apples. Yeah. And posters. Yeah. I love the Fillmore. Yeah, well, dude, I think that's, like, amazing. I think this was, like, my most efficient episode in that we, like, covered our ground so quickly and then also had time to, like, reflect and be idiots, so I love it. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you for being vulnerable and being your clown self, and I love you. All right, in that case, then we are signing off.